Welcome, everybody, to Off the Cuff. I'm Adam Banks. Thank you for listening. In the studio with me, I have Nellie. Nellie, how are you? I'm good, Adam. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Nellie, I'm so excited. Oh, um, I am too, Adam. Yeah, I've been anticipating this interview for like a week now, and it's driving me crazy. My nerves are shot. They really are. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> but uh, ladies and gentlemen, on the show, I'm uh, very happy uh, with our next guest. He is a sportscaster. He uh, works for WKYT as a senior marketing consultant covering NCAA on WKYT. He's also on UK Radio Network, the SEC Network, Fox Sports South, and ESPN3, just to name a few. He's probably one of the most recognizable voices in all of the bluegrass. Mr. Dave Buzz Baker is on the program. Dave, thank you for uh, calling me and being with us uh, via the telephone. How you doing? Guys, everything's great. It, it's, it's, uh, it's great to be with you, and I'm glad we could uh, take a few minutes and talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. Absolutely, man. And uh, I want to talk a little bit about, um, of course, um, the the passion of uh, the University of Kentucky basketball program that uh, w- uh, us fans have. But, Dave, you also work for the SEC Network, so you travel around a lot, and uh, you've been to probably almost every SEC venue out there. Uh, is that safe to say? Yes, absolutely. And what is the uh, – of all the venues that you've been in, what venue has the best atmosphere? Well, I would say – the first thing is, is that everybody has kind of got, kind of got their signature thing. Now that doesn't yeah. mean that's what they're trying to do, but you know, it's just got a different feel to it. Right. Uh, for Kentucky, the crowds are great at Commonwealth Stadium, especially at night. But it, it's it's just drastically different than it is uh, at Rupp Arena for a big game. Uh, for Alabama or Auburn, uh, you get that sense when it's a huge football game. Uh, yeah, yeah. Same deal. Same deal at Texas A and M. I mean, for for people that have never been uh, to College Station, and I go back to College Station tomorrow night. It, it is. Um, I didn't understand it before A and M got into the league, but you know they they really did not like Texas. Still don't. Right. It's like wow, why do they hate Texas so bad? It's yeah. like you know. Once you go there, you get it because they don't feel like they have to take a backseat to anybody in terms of facilities or programs or uh, things like that. You know, you go to Mississippi State, I mean, unbelievable place really? uh, to watch a baseball game because of what goes on uh, there. So and everybody, everybody's kind of got their, got their own thing and their own feel. And I always tell people that, that if you're a true fan, a true SEC fan, I encourage people to try to go whatever their sport is. Go and see two teams play at another SEC school where your team isn't playing, and in that way you can just kind of, you know, kind of rubberneck around and soak it all up and really experience everything without having a rooting interest in the deal. Oh, that's that's amazing. That's a great point. Yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> hey, transitioning into uh, Coach John Calipari, he took the job here in Lexington back in two thousand and nine. And ever since he came into Lexington, we as Kentucky fans, and Buzz including yourself, we've just been on this tremendous high, I guess you could say, or this unbelievable run. Um, you know, how long do you think we're going to be able to keep Coach Cal in Lexington with us? But what else is he going to do? <laughs> I mean, not, I mean he, he, he doesn't play golf. I mean, he likes to talk. There's not enough money in this media business for him. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I've said before, the only thing that would ever get him to turn his head would be if LeBron James were to come and say, listen, I've only got so many years. 
I want you to help me get across the finish line. And now the way they're playing under Dave Blatt, I think that's best news Kentucky fans could have ever gotten. But, uh, I mean, this is kind of, this is the kind of job at the kind of place, uh, that he's always dreamed of. And, and I mean, seriously, I mean, you know, Cal's, you know, a couple of years old, he's 56 now, I think. So, you know, at, at his age, you, you know, do you want to be able to have the kind of impact that you do on young men and on the state and on a sport that you do here coaching 40 games? Or, or do you want to go get caught up in that darn thing in the NBA where you're coaching 80 plus games? And, you know, it, 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 you can be the best coach in the world. But if you don't have the best lineup, it ain't going to happen for you. Absolutely. I and mean, I think Coach Cal, hi, Dave, it's Nelly. I hey, think, Nelly, how you doing? I'm great. I think that Coach Cal is also such a role model for these young people and for people, adults as well. Yeah, he's such an ambassador uh, for our yes. state. Yeah, he, I, he, I love the things he's do, he does with the players. and yeah, It's I, just amazing. The day they went and washed those children's feet. Yeah, it was, just, it was good stuff. Uh, you know, the job came open, Dave, back in 2007 when uh, Tubby Smith left Lexington. He left the program, and uh, the job was open in 2007. Uh, Coach Cal expressed interest into the Kentucky job uh, before uh, they made the Billy Gillespie hire. What do you think, you know, in, in your humble opinion, why don't you think Mitch Barnhart contacted Coach Cal back in 07 when he was, I guess, in some ways probably waiting by the phone for that phone call? Well, you know, there are probably a lot of different factors into it. I, I think what happens in coaching now and, and, you know, when when we write the book at the end of the day, you know, there'll probably be a chapter devoted to this. But I, I, I think everybody, you know, looks for that hot guy. It seems like every year there's a hot guy that's out there. Right. And if you're Mitch Barnhart, you know, that year it was Billy Gillespie. Uh, he had come here to Rupp Arena and beaten Louisville. With uh, with his A and M team, uh, you know Tubby Smith is an incredible guy as well. That there was there was some grumbling uh, about the fact that he was not able to haul in the uh, you know the caliber of recruits that they're getting now. He's doing a great job and coaching up the guys he had, but you know there had been uh, some uh, discussion inside and outside of the program that if you had a coach who didn't have as much stuff going on as Tubby, then maybe you'd be able to get those guys. And the MO on Billy was that he didn't have anything going on in his life except for basketball. And, and we all know how that thing ended. And, you know, you've got to credit the folks for fixing it the way that they did. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like Rich Brooks said at his, uh, introductory news conference, you know, I don't know that's the first choice, the second choice, fourth choice doesn't make any difference. That was the right choice. And I think, that John Calipari was certainly the right choice at the right time for this program. Absolutely. That's a, uh, that's a very good point. Compared to other errors that you've uh, seen this program take, you know, you've been in uh, during the Eddie Sutton era, the uh, Rick Bettino era, uh, Tubby Smith. What era in uh, UK basketball history do you think is uh, the best that you've seen? Is it the one that we're presently in right now? Well, it, it, it's very different now. It's 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 very different. Uh, I think everybody loves a comeback story, and at least since I have been here, there there have been two incredible comeback stories. I'm I'm going to go back just a little bit. Joe Hall never gets the credit that he deserves, right? Uh, I agree. But, and he's gotten more of it as time has gone on. Uh, but look at what. North Carolina is uh, we are here the day after Dean Smith's passing but uh, 
look at what they went through after uh, after Coach Smith stepped down. Yeah. Uh, look at everybody that tried to succeed uh, at UCLA after uh, after Coach Wooden retired, and and for Joe B to do what he did and to do it in the manner that he did, he's starting to get that credit, but he but he certainly didn't uh, initially, and unfortunately, he got a lot of criticism. Um, you know, obviously, when Rick came in here. Uh, the program was absolutely down and out on probation. Uh, he couldn't get anybody to come here. He took that ragtag bunch and convinced Mashburn to come here. And, you know, you get in three straight final fours and, uh, you know, you, you recruit basically a class that, that gives you uh, two championships and is an overtime away from, from three straight. I mean, that was something else. But, but by the same token, uh, I, I mean, you know, not only not only what Cal has done, but but the way he's been able to do it. You know, yeah, you know, yeah. some people didn't like the fact that he was, you know, Mr. Carnival Barker out there. <laughs> but 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 he got these guys to believe and, and, and the MO is that you know, coaches like that they, they they coddle these kids and baby them and let them come in and do whatever they want. I mean Cal coaches these guys hard and they take that coaching and that's because it never gets personal between the coach and players. Now, they may bark back and forth a little bit, but it never I've never seen it get personal. And, and the other night was a was a great case in point against Florida. Uh, Andrew Harrison did not hustle and uh, get a 50-50 ball that Cal thought he should have gotten. Called a 30-second timeout. You could see him in the huddle, and, I mean, he was really chewing on him. What happens? Very next play. Turnover. Harrison gets the basketball, throws that pass to Willie Cauley-Stein for that dunk, and it's the play that got Kentucky the momentum and put him over the top. Oh, what a dunk that, that was. That was amazing. That was unbelievable. <laughs> I was so hyped after that dunk. I was so excited. <laughs> that was that was some good stuff. Um, just to give a little shift, Dave, um, I wanted to talk about what was going on up in Louisville. Um, it's it's made uh, some it's made some headlines about the Mac Coburn. He was a commit uh, to the University of Louisville's football program, and um, he committed back in September, and now they have decided to gray shirt um, uh, Mr. Coburn. Um, so the U of L pro, um, the the coach at U of L, the football coach, uh, he's been getting a lot of uh, heat over that. What uh, do you know anything about what's going on back there in Louisville? Well, I, I think you've got to you've got to look at every one of those situations independently, and. Um, it's very difficult to do when you look at the things that have happened with Bobby Petrino. That being said, Bobby Petrino is a heck of a football coach. I mean, he can dial it up from an offensive coordinator standpoint now. He can still flat do it. And obviously he's had some challenges that he's spoken about. And I think he's genuinely, you know, tried to, you know, tried to turn over the proverbial new leaf. Now, that, that being said, and, and people get all kinds of hung up on this, and I think especially Kentucky fans like to like to poke Louisville as well. Um, but let's say, for instance, and I'll use my alma mater, let's say this kid had committed to Georgetown College, and all of a sudden he has a tremendous senior year, and Louisville comes in and wants to sign him. If, if that kid then decides to go to Louisville, nobody's slamming the kid. Right. And if it was our kid, we'd probably tell him to do the same thing. Now, now my understanding was that they did not take the scholarship away. They just said they were in a gray shirt. I mean, that still sends a message regardless. And I, and, and, and I get all that. 
it, it goes on everywhere. It's something that you wish didn't happen. It's probably looks worse than what it is because of Bobby's recent and past history. Yeah. So while, while I don't know that the criticism is all that warranted, it's certainly fair in light of his body of work. Absolutely, yes. Uh, that's a good point. Well, Dave, uh, I've got one more question for you, and then I'm going to let you. Uh, I'm going to get out of your hair, and I'll let you go. Um, Dave Baker, you go. You also go by Buzz. Where did the name Buzz come from? You know, there, there, there are. Uh, I guess if you ask Brian Williams, you'd get one story on where it came from. <laughs> But there, there are many reincarnations uh, of where it came from. And I, I, I wish there was some lavish uh, rock and roll lifestyle sort of story to tell you, but, but there's really not. I mean, I, uh, I started interning at WKYT, I want to say it was back in 79 or 80, uh, maybe it was 81, but I graduated from Georgetown in 82 and started the station shortly thereafter. And um, back then we were, you know, banging out scripts on those old typewriters, you know, and you had to uh, had to make sure that, that indentation went through like six different pages of script paper. Yeah. So to this day, I'm one of the loudest computer typers probably in the state, but <laughs> we're, we're up there getting a script ready for air one night, and I'm just banging away, and we're running around the office, and I, I have a tendency to be kind of hyper, and, and Bromley says, in his Bromley voice, he says, you need a nickname. <laughs> <laughs> and he's typing away, he says, Buzz, we'll call you Buzz. And, <laughs> and it, it, was, it was shortly thereafter, we were at a uh, UK basketball practice, and we were sitting there talking beforehand, and Kaywood picks up on this, and so he starts calling me that, and then it just kind of it just kind of took off. I, I wish there I wish there was some other grandiose story, but but I, I promise you that's it. That that's that is so awesome. What a what a way to get a nickname though, Rob Bromley. We I were just what, talking about him, Nelly. I know, and I want to I want to uh, compliment Dave for talking about Coach Hall. He went to school with my mom. And in Cynthia, I'm from Cynthia, so right, I, yeah. And uh, he's just a kind, kind man, just a gentleman at all, all, all times. And uh, yeah, I agree with you. He did not get the recognition he deserved. Yeah, Coach Hall. But I appreciate you bringing that up. Coach Hall was definitely a big. Oh, coach. No, still, still to this day. I mean, he's a wonderful ambassador for the program. Uh, you know, I, I have found that. Uh, uh, that there are two kinds of ex-coaches out there. There are ex-coaches that are just happy for uh, and thankful for every moment they ever had, for every victory they had, for every great moment they had with their team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can laugh about the good times and the bad times. And then there are these coaches that you run into, and, and it's not just a place level, it's all different levels. Like, <laughs> look at that guy. If I had the money he had or if I had the support from my administration that he's got from his, I would have won 500 games. And and Joe Hall has never been that coach. Uh-uh. Uh, Joe, Joe Hall has always been uh, the guy who will take every picture, who will sign every autograph, who will uh, do any sort of interview. And uh, he is just a, a real treasure. 
That's awesome. I remember he would always stop and speak to my mother. I mean, you yeah. know, I mean, just, you know, like he was her neighbor. So <laughs> That's awesome. Joby he Hall, awesome. He's definitely just a big part of the of, of, uh, this program. Well, Buzz, I really want to thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. I've thoroughly enjoyed this interview that you have seriously, uh, you're the biggest guest that to date that's come on the podcast. And you're our highlight. We, and we were so excited. Yeah. <laughs> well, you need to, you need to raise the bar higher. <laughs> we don't think so. Well, we we're, love you. We're looking, you don't want to stagnate here. Believe me. Hey, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're looking for coach Cal next. Why not? How are the twins? Can I ask how your girls are? I remember when you all brought them on TV and showed them when they were babies when you got them. Oh, my God, babies. Yes. We we didn't have TV back then, did we? (laughs) Now, don't be giving my age away. (laughs) If I sound sound a little tired, it's because I have have been with them uh, all weekend at the (laughs) National Cheerleading Championships in Orlando. And they all three uh, cheer up uh, up at Dunbar and... I took the uh, I took the fabulous five a.m. flight out of Orlando to get back and get some work done today, and they uh, they are getting back in in just a little while. So they will be uh, they will be right after. They will um, there will be not anybody that's happy. Everybody will be tired. They're 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 wonderful kids, though. They're, they're, they were they're so cute. Kids. They were just so cute, and I remember that day <laughs> and how happy you were. <laughs> Yeah, boy. If only they listened like that. I had, I had one of the twins that uh, that broke her nose last week, so she competed this weekend with a broken nose and getting oh, that yeah. operated on tomorrow. And so, and, and now the oldest is old enough where I'm doing a game at Ole Miss this weekend, and everybody thinks she got this lavish rock and roll lifestyle on the on the road. Oh, girl in every town in the SEC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the girl this weekend is going to be my daughter, who's on a visit with. Down to Ole Miss with one of her friends. Oh, well, that'll be good, though. Daddy, Daddy daycare. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome, Dave. I mean, I, I really do. Like, you, you do have a rock and roll lifestyle. I think it's amazing that you get to spend that time with your girls. Yeah. And as busy as you are, they're so important. Your family has always yeah. been so important to you. And get to travel around Love like that. that. that that's awesome. Like, I would I would, I would, would have your lifestyle, Dave Baker. You're admired, Dave. You're I'm admired. I'm very blessed. But sometimes I travel now... I, you know, some of the places in the SEC, I mean, it's a, uh, I mean, you know, like I got the 2.30 a.m. wake-up call this morning so I could get back to the office, and I'll, I'll be Ooh. in the office till about 2 tomorrow, and I've got a 3 o'clock flight, and you fly in. Uh, there's not too many good ways to get into College Station, so you fly into Houston, and you drive about an hour and a half, Ooh. and then, wow. you get, then you get back in the office on Thursday. You'll take the 5 a.m. flight out of Houston, and then you'll put in some time Thursday and Friday, and then late Friday afternoon you'll fly to Memphis, and then it's about an hour 15 drive to beautiful Oxford, Mississippi. Yes. And then then turn around and do it all again on Sunday. God bless your heart. Oh, wow. You know, like I said, I'm, I'm really blessed. Sometimes during basketball season it gets to... It, it gets to be just a little much, but there are great uh, friends that I have made over the years that I work with at the, at the broadcast table and in these different towns, and, and uh, so so it's it's neat. I couldn't do it some of my you know like my buddy Dave Neal does seventy five events. Oh my gosh! I, I, I don't know how he does it. I mean, now you think about it. You know, most of the events you're talking football and baseball and stuff. Most of those are on the weekends. Okay? Right. So I, I mean, he doesn't have too many free weekends during the course of the year and 
and, and I'm fortunate that I've kind of, you know, got my base of operations there at WKYT and they allow me to do some of this stuff and I'm just uh, just a very blessed guy. No, that's that's awesome stuff. They, if I see you at the at the UK game now, now I have a reason to come up and introduce myself. I'm going to come up and say, Dave, I'm Adam Banks. Well, you, you or Nelly or anybody else don't need a reason. Just just come on up and say, hey. Uh, I, I see. I feel that way about you. I feel like I could. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I, I, the last time I seen you, it was at Coach Cal's um, uh, talk show that he does after the game, his radio post game show. Right. Yeah, I, I saw you. You said something to the crowd. You was being silly. I don't know what you were saying, but <laughs> you were saying something. But uh, I meant oh, to... that was probably that was probably the night that that, that my ten year old decided he'd take a, a a selfie with he and Dakari, and I'm like, oh my gosh, pal, can you just get out of here before you get us kicked out? <laughs> <laughs> that is good stuff. <laughs> that is good stuff. I swear. <laughs> All right. Well, Dave, thank you so much for being on the show. We really appreciate it. Thank you again so much. All right, Dave. Dave Baker. Have a safe trip. Have a safe trip. All right, guys. Really enjoyed it. Anytime you need anything, you feel free to call me, okay? Thanks, Dave. All right. Take care. Have a good night. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. Dave Baker, ladies and gentlemen, on the show. Nellie, what did you think of the interview? Oh, I thought it was fun. Wasn't it fun? He's very enjoyable. He's so knowledgeable. Very well spoken, very yes. articulate. He's just he's and then fun. He he's, he's fun. fun. He's fun. And now I'm. I just, can see where he why he has gotten to where he because is. he his personality has oh, just yeah. taken him. So I mean, he is just a good guy. And did he love talking about his kids? Did he? Yeah. And he said, Adam, he said, you or Nelly? Did you hear? Him? Yeah. Um, they were tired. We'll have to go together one time. That will be fun. We're gonna have to go. We're gonna have to go. But ladies and gentlemen, this has been Adam Banks and Nelly with Off the Cuff. I want to thank you for listening. Dave Baker, special thanks to you for doing the show. Kentucky basketball tips off tomorrow at 7 o'clock against LSU Tigers at LSU. Make sure you tune into the game. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Adam Banks. Nelly with Off the Cuff. We will see you in the next episode. And our producer is sucking right now because our music's not up. <laughs> And our biggest show of the year has been screwed up because our producer doesn't know how to turn on music. (laughs) All right, we'll see you, ladies and gentlemen, in the next episode.